0: mine and my family's lives were put in danger. They had loosened the leg nuts on our tires. It took me 12 years to write this story um, because my work was deleted three times. The people I exposed hacked into my computer and they deleted my work. Can we stop these people? Can we stop them from hurting people? that he eventually got caught, and so did the individual in law enforcement. But the individual in law enforcement had threatened to have Bob killed if he didn't lie on the standing court. I don't know if I would say mafia, there are connections, they know individuals. Point of the story is to point out what happened and also to pull out the other people who were involved. You're listening to the, the, Walk, the Walk the Line, line podcast. Real, real stories of real, real people.
1: people. You it. So we got here eventually. I, guys, if you listen, we did it again. We started chatting beforehand. I forgot to press the record button, so here we go. We've already chatted for about 10 minutes beforehand, but we got here. Pepper, thanks for coming on. How are you getting on?
0: Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm doing well. Yeah, I'm so happy to be here. <laughs>
1: That's great. That's great. As I said before, it's great to have you on. I love having authors on, and I love having true crime authors on as well, because I'm a little bit of an addict when it comes to stuff like that. I love the Netflix documentaries. I love all that sort of stuff. And this is when you got in contact with me, and I was like, oh, this is right up my street this is so uh great great to have you on so
0: thank you yeah i'm excited to be here and my true crime is probably different from everybody else because there's not any murders or killings going on but maybe at the end of the whole story not the book the whole story there might be so it'll just fit right into everybody else's true crime
1: (laughs) is it not actually finished yet Is is the this book one of many
0: maybe i'm i'm actually working on another one it's it's not about it's not about bob the individual i wrote the story about but you know i might circle back around because i'm still i'm still researching the people in the story but yeah i am working on a second book another book yeah another true crime yeah
1: a nice one nice one you see that is, is it like kind of pringles it's like once you pop you can't stop it's like you wrote your first one you're like when's the next one coming
0: I know, I know. It's kind of becoming a little addiction to me. And then the people, family members who've read it, friends and other people who are starting to follow me have reached out and said, hey, what? A, why don't you do this? Why do, I want your next book. When are you coming out with your next book? That's exciting, you know? It's a good thing, isn't it?
1: It's a good yeah. thing as well. It's like I had, I had that with the, the, when I started doing podcasts and a couple of people reached out saying, when's the next one? And I was like, oh, I just released one yesterday. Like, when's the next one? I want more. <laughs> And I'm like, oh god, the demand! I can't keep up with it. So I don't. It's not as a, it's not to the extremes like you have sort of think because you've actually published a book. But mine is just my show is just basically chat random.
0: No, you know what? It's it's all the same. It's an art. We're creative. We're we're artistic, and I don't think it's any different. I really don't. I'm kind of like, okay, I'm going to take a breath right now, and everybody's wanting to know when is that second one coming out. So I feel you. I know exactly what you're talking about
1: that's it so we're obviously talking about your book and all that sort of stuff so um give us look, the, the guy's probably listening and going what book are they talking about they we're in here near enough five minutes in the show we've not even said anything about what the book's called see you can tell this is literally off the cuff and there's not really any script to it which is the best way to do it so so pepper what's what's the book about and what's it called and what's it about Going, the floor is yours
0: Okay, so so the title of the book is called The Notorious Texas Swindler. And it's about a family member. He's a cousin. He was a he he's still alive today, so he he was a cattle wrestler, a kidnapper, a con man. Anything and everything you don't wanna be, he is. <laughs> um, I
1: found it's the cousins. It's always the dodgy cousins, isn't it? You know, you never get like a dodgy like a you know, sister or brother. It's always the cousins.
0: It's always the cousins, which is good. Nobody wants to claim those, right? No. <laughs> so, here's something wild. I didn't even know we were related to the other one. And he oh, he he didn't know he was related to me and I didn't know that I was related to him. And I found out about him when my grandfather passed away back in early I think it was in 2006. So I heard about the story and then I read about it online and I reached out to Bob. His name is Bob, Bob Leach, Bob Harold Leach. And I wrote a letter to him. He's incarcerated. And I told him, I said, hey, I'm your cousin. Here's what I want to do. I read your story online. Our grandfathers were brothers, which means my mom and his dad were first cousins i don't know how that falls after that i don't know what he and i were cousins oh. yeah
1: <laughs> he doesn't yeah it's like oh, son, i i to, to rob home
0: we can remove him if it's if you can call him a removed cousin i'm happy with that <laughs> <laughs> but anyways i i contacted him and i said hey i want to write your story so the, the reason i wanted to write this story is because all the research I did, the people that I found out who were involved in the crimes with him, they're still out and about committing crimes today. Oh. And that's what caught my interest. He's the only one that ended up behind bars and he's got 14 life sentences. Wow,
1: so, so is this like a, like a gang or like, 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 like I don't know, because obviously people from, uh, uh, from different parts of the, obviously the, the world sort of thing, probably don't know much about Kyle rustling and all that sort of stuff and the crimes. I mean, mm-hmm. is this like a an ongoing, like, kind of, a big, like, kind of, they call it over the UK, they call it a firm, like a gang. Is this what that is? It's like a big group of people that just terrorized the place for, like, how many years sort of thing?
0: That's exactly what it is. So, so Bob started when he was real young, when he got into the criminal lifestyle. Right. And then he just, then it just got bigger. So basically what happened was he got involved with someone in, law enforcement and (laughs) the fella that he got caught up with I guess convinced him hey you can really make some money so Bob made money stealing cattle and that's that's what a cattle wrestler is it's someone who steals cattle Mm -hmm. and it just got so big he started making so much money that he eventually got caught and so did the individual in law enforcement but the individual in law enforcement he threatened to have Bob killed if he didn't lie on the stand in court. Oh wow! And yeah, <laughs> so, so, so Bob got in trouble for his crimes. the uh, The DPS trooper that Bob got caught up with um, was charged with. Um, I'm I'm drawing a blank. I should know this. I'm sorry. <laughs> I've been up so early this morning. <laughs> so. He had threatened. He threatened to have Bob killed. So, um, when when he ended up on the stand, the uh, the the trooper had been charged with the crime, but the the judge on the stand had had reduced the sentence, his oh. sentencing. So so the crime that he committed it was a felony, but the but the sentencing and the the charges that he had, he ended up serving for for a misdemeanor. If that wow. makes sense.
1: So yes, yeah, yeah. So it's basically like that he got like a slap on the wrists. If that makes sense.
0: That's exactly what it was. He adjudicated the sentence from a felony to a misdemeanor. Wow. So yeah, so on the paperwork it shows that he he served or he was supposed to serve time, but he actually didn't. If well, he did, good- it was a few days.
1: Well, yeah, the thing is, well, that's the thing with, uh, like, police. If they get sent to prison, it's like a death sentence for them, really, isn't it? It's like, you're not going to survive long, <laughs> are they? Holy shit. And when you walk you walk in, you see all the people you've put away yourself. You're like, oh, shit. Here we I go.
0: <laughs> it's the last day. But, hey, if they're the if they're just like the criminals, they need to be in there with them, right?
1: That's a good point, actually, yeah. Yeah, the old saying, isn't it? If you do the crime, you do the time.
0: That's right. That's right. That's right, that's right. Well so so anyways, Bob got into this this stealing of cattle yeah. and then uh he ended up he ended up in prison because he got farther into this and the the first time he did, he met and married his then wife. And yeah. she got him into the cattle wrestling more so than anything uh Bob. <laughs> And the DPS trooper ever did together. Why is and... it?
1: Why is it? There's always whenever it comes to these sort of things, no offence, or lot like pepper. There's always a woman involved. There's always a woman is just behind them. You know,
0: that's no what God. that's what makes the story bigger and better, right? There's got to be a woman involved.
1: <laughs> always is. There's always a woman involved because I tell you, they're a lot smarter than the men. That's probably what it is. So they, she probably went, ah, oh, yeah, I could, I could, I could, uh, yeah, I've got one here. I could literally get rich for this guy.
0: I get a sucker. I can attach, I can latch onto it. Boy, did she ever. So
1: so she was
0: was running the whole damn thing. Right. So she was in charge of it. So anyways, there she laundered money. Right. I'm going to say it. Oh, our family does not like her at all. Thank God they got divorced. Um, (laughs) he's not any better they were two peas in a pot they were identical right that's how they made it work but um yeah so they got together he made pearl he got out and the two of them made more money than bob had probably ever seen in his life yeah and they stole cattle and while he was overseeing that she was actually um (laughs) she because because bob had a you know, he had a had a criminal stint and so, criminal background. So he couldn't go to the banks and get money, couldn't get loans. And that's what they were doing. They were getting loans on the cattle. And then once they got the money, they'd take them to the cell barns and they'd sell the cattle. The same ones that they got the loans.
1: Oh, ah, Okay. So, that's the the, 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 so basically they were getting the loans and then using the cattle as collateral sort of thing. -hmm. And then, then just saying, right? Just going to sell this We've got money, so we're just going to sell the cattle. So we've got like double the money, sort of thing.
0: And the cattle didn't belong to them; they they belonged to the banks because the loan officers, because they were the ones who gave them the money. So, so they were they were making money hand over fist. It was just crazy at how it, and, and the cattle that they were getting the loans on from the bank, they were actually, the, the cattle belonged to other ranchers because ranchers were sending that cat, those cattle, they were sending them to Bob and his wife, Tammy, so that they could, um, they could pasture them. So they were paying them money to care for their cattle. Right. Okay. And and so they were supposed to brand the cattle. Well, they didn't brand them. What they did was they took them to the banks. or they, they 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 would go to the bankers and they'd say, hey, I've got some cattle I want to get loans on. And so the bankers would go out. They would see the cattle. They'd give them money. And then after that, then they would go to the auction barns and they would sell them. All right, sell them. Oh,
1: so what happens when the, the bank wants to get the money back so if they make payments So they just didn't make payments?
0: They made some payments to get them by to keep them from asking questions. But what happened was at the very end, oh, okay, let me tell you this before we hop over to the, <laughs> how it all went down. Yeah. So so Bob's wife, Tammy, had set up, they had a party ranch, right? And so at this party ranch, she was overseeing this. So they had people coming in and the people that the guest that they had to this party ranch they got to come in and experience country living, right? You know, lifestyle living. So <laughs> um, she only let the people who had the best credit, a lot of money come to, the, to these events, to the ranch. And they were being recorded, doing all kinds naughty. of things. Naughty. Yeah. naughty, all kinds of naughty stuff. And they were in there. They were groups of people, all kinds of naughty stuff. And then, but the people didn't know it. <laughs> so after they went home, they were notified. Hey, you want to pay up or you want to start talking?
1: So there's basically blackmailing all these, like, kind of rich people coming over and all well, their they're they're, uh, they're, misdemean- oh, they're well, I am going to say mis- The shenanigans that they were coming up <laughs> to.
0: Oh, they're to- naughty, naughty shenanigans, yeah. And so, wow. so what happened was um, she was overseeing that, And then all the financial part of the ranching, you know, for the cattle wrestling. And Bob was overseeing the cattle and the stealing because he, that's what he knew. He knew that lifestyle of of farming Mm -hmm. and ranching and cattle. So the two of them together were bringing in a lot of money. Well, Bob's wife was setting up affairs for him to have. So he had girlfriends all over the place. One of the girlfriends. I don't know. <laughs> crazy. Hey, this is why I didn't know about him, right? We were
1: for the reason.
0: <laughs> now we know. <laughs> so uh one of the girlfriends got mad and she ended up turning Bob in and Tammy eventually because Bob quit calling her. She was mad. She thought there was another woman.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> again again, the women get involved once you get a woman involved it's like you never you never whoa, what is it the, the old phrase a woman scorned is a woman something like that i can't remember what the phrase is it's like basically don't fuck you about with a woman man because she'll <laughs> come here. i know that i'm coming up to 40 years old now and i learned that the hard way i tell you so come on bob switch on
0: Get some sense, buddy. Come on.
1: Know that by now, there's something all right there. Come on. That's
0: right. That's right. Well, so so in a magazine, there was a magazine that wrote an article after all this went down. And the, the person that wrote the article, he said that this girlfriend was scorned. And I put in my book, she wasn't the scorned one. The scorned one was her husband. Because she was spending all his money, you know, to put towards the con and everything, because she was also giving money to Bob and Tammy. Oh, wow. (laughs) Remember, Tammy had set up all these affairs for Bob to have, and he was taking money from these women, and they were putting it right in the pot with the money from the party ranch and the money from the cattle. So everything was just a big con,
1: Jesus. So, so they were doing the party ranch. They were then. They were, well, they were doing the cattle. They were doing the cow, and then getting the money from that from the banks, and then they were blackmailing all these rich people doing the dodgy stuff and the the the, the ranch, and then they were literally calling all these women as well out of their life savings. Oh, God sake, man! Holy shit!
0: <laughs> <laughs> and so when it all went down, Bob was the one. So, so every, the other, all these, there was a big investigation, right? So, so Bob's wife, Tammy had charges against her. And if you read the book, it kind of goes into explanation. She, I don't want to say that she didn't serve time. She did serve time, but they were investigating, Mm -hmm. (laughs) they were investigating her and other individuals and how they got out of their charges. I'm saying that lightly because I don't want my attorney to come back and say, Hey, (laughs) so, so they were, these other people had charges against them. It was mostly Bob and then his wife, Tammy. And then if you read the book, it kind of explains how Tammy managed to not serve time.
1: In a way out of it, sort of thing. <laughs> you know, Cutler, of backhanders, you always call it in the UK. You call it color backhanders, you know,
0: <laughs> braids
1: and all that sort of stuff.
0: There you go. There you go.
1: There so, we go. So,
0: so Bob ends up, uh, in uh, Grayson County Jail that's that's right. a tiny jail in Texas, and he and four other offenders break out. And... Oh yes, yes, oh, yes. we got a present break in this story paper, oh yes But listen, it, it, that was actually the second time he broke out of jail
1: Oh Christ, this guy's a legend <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, I shouldn't say that, I shouldn't say this guy's brilliant, he's, he's funny just... I'm getting,
0: you no know, listen, I, my family's gonna, they're gonna listen to this and they're gonna say Why did you say that, he's a jackass, he's a Sorry. jackass
1: Yeah, he's an arsehole, so I apologize
0: He's a legend and he's, a, yeah, you're going to get the truth from a family member. So you're going to hear it from me. So if you want, you, I have any questions you ask me, I'll be honest with you about it. But so, so, so what happened was he ended up in Grayson County. So he right. and four other inmates broke out and they were on the run for four days, four days straight. And it made national news oh, wow. and, um, it all ended when on the fourth day, when Bob and one of the other fugitives were holding a married couple hostage in their home, and they held them hostage for eight hours, and they were involved in a shootout against law enforcement. But let me make sure I I state this correctly. <laughs> the only ones that were firing any bullets were Bob and the other fugitives. Law enforcement, of course, they weren't they
1: weren't shooting yeah fire back when they've got horses inside that's obviously protocol don't they?
0: well yeah you know and i became very close to the so i became very close to the family um to the foresters and vincent and irma were the husband and wife that they held captive and i mean i became very close to the to the foresters and i told them I don't share this with very many people, but I told them, I said, you would have had every right to, and they knew this, to defend your family in any way that you had to. Uh, you know, I told them, you know, no one in our family would have been mad if you'd have shot and killed Bob Harold because he walked right into your home and yeah. had your parents hostage. The, irony in it all is that Bob is the one who worked with the authorities and got Vincent and Irma out of that house. And they maybe view him a little differently than they do the other fugitive who got violent. But make no mistake about it, when Bob and all the others were out, Bob acted just like the other fugitives with all the other people. There was something about Vincent and Irma. And I think when I met them for the first time, they reminded me, I didn't get to meet Irma personally. I spoke with her on the phone. When I met Vincent, they reminded me so much of our family. Oh, really? So I'm, I don't know if maybe there was a connection there of yeah. Mob kind of.
1: Yeah, it seems like, do you think Bob got <laughs> wrapped up in it? Something that he didn't really want to get involved in, but he was like, you had to because of the other two sort of thing.
0: Yeah, but you know what? He was the one that talked everybody into breaking him out of jail. <laughs> and so, so, okay, so this book, this book has made me a banned author. And the, the reason that it has is because <laughs> I worked with law enforcement. And I worked with a lot of people to get the information. I interviewed everybody tied to the story, anybody that I could. And I put, such um i put so many details about the jail escape both jail escapes that i've been banned my book is not allowed in any of the texas state or federal prisons or jails because it's so descriptive
1: i oh, and... <laughs> gave them a good she basically put a a a step by step guide <laughs> of how to break out of prison
0: you bet I did. <laughs> you bet I ah. did. <laughs> so, so, so Bob has not read the book yet. Oh, and he's, he's mad. Yeah. Well,
1: okay. oh, he can't get it, can
0: he? He can't. He can't. Now, there's two pages in the book that I, I need to remove, and I will <laughs> eventually. <laughs> I, eventually, I will. But so, so basically, and I didn't realize this, but it goes through a process of, um, so so when the mail room at any of the jails or prisons in TDC, any of the prisons or jails, when they receive any mail, if they receive, you know, or correspondence of any type. So if they receive any books, it has to be on a list and it has right. to be approved, right? So if it's not, then it has to be voted in by the DRC, which is the um, Director's Review Committee. <laughs> That's like... High up there, right? So, apparently, my book took about two weeks. There was kind of an uproar in TDC while all of these directors and guards and everyone, they were reading it. And when they got to that chapter, they <laughs> declined it.
1: They are like, <laughs> nope. It was good up <laughs> until this point. They just could. No doubt. I,
0: I, I totally get it. Like, I don't want anybody else to break out because of my doing, but it's kind of it's kind of bittersweet it's i'm a first time author it's an amazing story it made national news and i'm banned i'm a banned author
1: Mine for, but it's not bad it's, it's banned in a kind of good way sort of thing it's not bad yeah. because of obviously it's a it's, yeah. He, yeah exactly so it's just unfortunate <laughs> that the person who's uh, has written about it can't actually read it so he's kind of <laughs> screwed there, isn't he? so there you go happy days
0: i told him i told him he got mad at me and I told him, I said, um, well, you lived it, so you already know what the story's about. Why do you need to read it? And boy, he got mad at me. The two of us can argue and fight. I mean, we're family members. I'm going to be the first one to point out what he's done wrong. But I might also, if if need be, I'm probably going to be the first one to always defend him. And so the, so the whole thing is... Um, The the point of the story is to point out what happened and also to pull out the other people who were involved. And all of the people that were um, involved in criminal activity with him up until the Grayson County escape, those individuals are still out and about and they're causing problems. And it took me 12 years to write this story um, because... My work was deleted three times. The people I exposed hacked into my computer and they deleted my work.
1: Oh, really? Well, they actually, they obviously, I take it, they got wind of what you were doing. Mm -hmm. And then they kind of went, right, now, we're not having this. And they deleted it.
0: Exactly. But that's not the worst of it. That's not the worst of it. (laughs) Um, There's more. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Mine and my family's lives were put in danger. They had loosened the leg nuts on our tires.
1: Wow, that's 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 yes. You're driving down, they're looking for your tire just to fall off, isn't it? Yeah,
0: Yeah, just driving. You know, (laughs) it's scary. Um, so all kinds of things, but I managed to get the story out there.
1: So that's and there we are today. You know, what when you when you mentioned it, like what made you want to write the book in the first place?
0: The real reason I wanted to write the book, I I'd always wanted to be an author, and. I thought maybe I could get known by writing an awesome story. But once I started digging into it and I, I I discovered all of these people who were involved and what they did and what they're doing today and how they got away with it, the real reason I wrote the story is because I wanted to expose them.
1: So I take it these guys are like, can I pre, can I, um, like, I don't want to say like, can I, uh, Mafia sort of style of people is that what we're talking about here? Or are we talking about like kind of gangs, people like that sort of thing? What sort of guys are we dealing with here?
0: We're dealing with people who have a lot of money and who have gotten away with things for so long that that's the lifestyle they've lived. I don't know if I would say mafia. There are connections. They know individuals yeah. tied to them. Um, it's just people with with money in positions that other other people admire. These individuals,
1: right? Get you? Yeah. So then yeah, you're saying like yeah, they're the sort sort of people that have been doing it for a long time. They've got themselves a reputation. You've got they've got a, obviously they've got a lot of money. They've not really kind of for rip, unripsable places and people know who they are they don't mess with them and if anything happens if one of them gets done over you know it's a couple of the guy disappears sort of thing you know that sort of thing i think uh, that's,
0: I ex- I that's exactly <laughs> that's exactly right and here like I, and here i come along i've never written a book i'm a family member and here i'm telling the story so other people have tried to write this story why is that they wanted to. I think others have had interest in it. Right, okay. uh, well, I mean, I know they've had interest in it. Well,
1: it's a good but... story. Let's put it to be honest. It is a good story. It is, it is a, it's, a, it's a great story for a book, so sort I of think. So it mm-hmm. must be like got the attention of other people, so sort I of think.
0: It has. It has. And other people have stopped. They've stopped writing it. And I don't know if it's because they received threats or they just lost interest I'm thinking that they may have received threats because I did my family and I did so what see what what I've exposed is I've exposed a theft ring I've exposed individuals who do not want their names out there in fact I was told by one individual I want to partner with you and write this book and I don't want Bob to know about it well you idiot I'm gonna tell him well I would not tell him at first I'm not gonna share it with somebody I don't know yeah. make no mistake about it I've had a lot of people who've supported me I didn't do this book on my own I mean I wrote it but I've had a lot of amazing people who have opened doors for me and 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 helped me with social media I wasn't on social media before I did this I so didn't know anything about it Yeah. you know um, I've had a lot of friends a lot of support the people, they, they, they've had to help me navigate on the computer to do certain things. When it comes to investigating and getting the story, I'm all there. But there are other things that I'm not familiar with. Yeah, of oh, course. Cool. And I've had help. It's It's been amazing. But it's, it's been very... Uh, yeah,
1: I was going to say a huge learning curve for you as well, I would imagine, with obviously everything, the intricate details and all that sort of stuff, I would imagine, yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely. But I'm gutsy and I get in there and I do it, um, the, um, with the DPS trooper. So this, this is in, it's, it's called Comanche. That's the name of the town, but it's, it's in Comanche County. So when I went to get the, to do the research on this, right. Um, I went into the courthouse. Now the DPS trooper lost his license. Tampering with a witness. Those are his charges. I knew it would come to me. Okay. (laughs) We got it. Yes. We got it. (laughs) We got it. So I I went through the court records and everything. He's still milling around in that town. And I could have very well run into his family members at the courthouse and didn't realize it at the time. But the first time I went, I got all these court records. I made copies and I left town in cause it's out in the middle of nowhere. And I stopped at a local restaurant, probably about an hour away from Comanche. And I, op- I sat down and I was tired. I was exhausted. I opened up the file and I was reading everything in detail. And I read the threats that the trooper made to Bob's brother. Bob's Bob's father, excuse me, Bob's father. Yeah. Because Bob's father recorded the conversation of the trooper threatening to have Bob killed. Wow. And I'm reading this and I called my mom and she said, you get back in the car and you get home right now. Because we didn't know if I was in danger. We didn't know if what I had found, these people knew that I was writing the book. And you know how small towns are.
1: Yeah, news travels fast, doesn't it?
0: Does, it does. So, So I got... I got back in the car and I got home. I found all this amazing stuff. I had worked with other private investigators in the past. So it's kind of how I was familiar with what to know, what to look for and everything. But I've been in some, uh, probably some dangerous situations that I shouldn't have been in (laughs) yeah I mean and and that being one of them you know I go into this town by myself and I'm digging and yeah I'm you know writing a book blah 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 and then all of a sudden when I get to a stopping point and I start researching and looking at everything that I had in detail and I realize I shouldn't have stopped for a burger I should have kept going
1: (laughs) I mean that's the thing I would imagine is because you're you're in there you're focused you're 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 in well you're motivated to get the story and obviously good news that you got the information you needed so you, yeah i can imagine you wouldn't really think anything else you don't think outside the box at that point said hold on a minute people could be following me right now know what i'm doing and i could be in the back of a truck in a minute you know i know
0: <laughs> and you know what i would have made my way out of that truck if someone would throw me in the back of it i would have <laughs> crawled out of it that's <laughs>
1: right i've seen too i said we've seen too many films i know how to get to the back of a thing i know what to do <laughs>
0: i know there's a cord there's always a cord or something you can always pop that pop that trunk,
1: pop it (laughs) pop that bad boy up oh wow i mean did did, does it during that time i mean you you took you said you've had like 12 years to write the book you've had so many setbacks with it someone's always a lot of people have tried to stop you from doing it you've had people delete your work it's obviously uh, again people try to write the same book as well and it's like oh okay Uh, um uh, but then you you realize that there's actually like kind of people do stuff to your car, you put yourself in danger. That's a lot to put up just for like one book. Is there any point during that time you just went, is this worth it? Am I just going to, this isn't worth it, the the hassle that I'm getting?
0: Yeah, there was. There's somebody who tried to move in and write what I wrote or something similar. And I threw my hands at, I said, I'm done. But there were two things things that kept shoving me back into this whole experience um when I would go see Bob at the prison he would we'd have visits would be fine and then he would he would pause and he would ask me and this happened several times I'm not the only one that should be sitting in here that was a number one thing that kept me going and the second one was all the victims that I interviewed and they wanted their story told they told okay. only me so I think those two things were what pushed me because there were times I tried. you know the the last and final time <laughs> I said I can't do this anymore I'm I'm just not gonna do it and, and I'm a spiritual person and I know everybody has their own path, you know, so I don't, I mean, I just am, I mean, yeah. I'm close to God, Jesus knows I cuss and that's fine. We have our own thing here, <laughs> but <Yeah. laughs> so, so the last time this happened and I was going to have to rewrite it, I was working part time in a hospital gift shop just to okay. get my mind away from this. Right. Yeah. Cause this is what I was doing full time. I slammed my laptop down, and I put it on the ottoman and I said, I'm not doing this anymore. That's it. I went to work. I swear this happened. There were three individuals at three different times within a 45-minute to an hour time period that came into the hospital gift shop, and they were all wanting a Coke. One lady had stopped drinking sodas. She was a nurse upstairs in ICU, and she said, I feel like I'm supposed to pray for somebody. I haven't craved a Coke in a long time, and I, I'm i here for a reason. She said I, I had a feeling to come to the gift shop instead of, you know, the cafeteria. So we prayed. There was another lady. She was on the other side of town, made her way to me, and she said, I don't know why I'm here, but I'm craving a soda and I'm supposed to pray for somebody. I said, yeah, you're probably supposed to pray for me. So there were, there were three individuals and it was kind of like a sign and I got mad and I was like, I'm not doing this a fourth time. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Three is the limit. So I think, I think it was that with a combination of Bob and the victims. I think that's probably what pushed me to do it again, you know? It's
1: a good motivational sort of like kind of tool. If that would make sense, you know, it's to keep you going. And I mean, it's uh, it does sound as if you had you had some great reasons to do what you did, you know, did. and uh, be a thorn in this sort of criminal empire that you've kind of discovered, sort of thing. Um, I mean, the 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 book's been out. Is the book out now?
0: its it's been out it's since August, 30th. August thirteenth. Yeah. No, so obviously, when it comes
1: to these sort of things, like when uh, like books have been released about certain like uh crime stories and obviously documentaries are made about crime stories they tend to kind of open the cases back up or the the police get a little bit wind of it going okay we could open this and there might be some new evidence we've overlooked or the people who were involved have now moved on or they don't work here anymore or whatever has that happened with us yet
0: it hasn't happened yet but i'm hoping that it will um <clears throat> i'm i'm constantly Looking into these other individuals, um in what they're involved in, they're all involved in <laughs> church-related activities and children's organizations. And so I'm constantly saying on this. this is funny. Um I, I find it funny. the The ex-wife, Tammy, she changed her name. Sometimes she goes by the name she changed it to, and sometimes she goes back to her the the name she was given at birth. And she's, she oversaw the financial parts of everything. Now she is working with an adoption agency and she oversees their finances. What What the hell's going on here? Come on. <laughs> Does the criminal checks
1: not come up in that town? Do they not, They just not bother doing anything like that? I don't know.
0: I don't know. Jesus. Just- there's something, there's just something funny there. It Come on. It's just weird. So I had to put this out there. And if anybody wants to follow it, let them do it.
1: Do you know what? Do you know? Do you know who you need? Who? Uh, yeah, but you know who you need. You need Walker, Texas Ranger. That's where you need to come down and <laughs> everyone. Do you know, he, Chuck Norris. Get him down there. He'll sort that out in a day.
0: I know, I know. Come on, call him. Call him for me.
1: <laughs> get him oh, He'll there. God, this is such a crazy story. It seems like they've got like fingers in every single part of that town. You know, and every single part of the whole, the whole county, as it sounds like. So I think so.
0: The whole state.
1: The whole, the whole state.
0: Well, I mean, I would think because if you think about it, it's it's this covers North Texas. It's it's all over Texas. This this cattle uh, wrestling thing This happened mm. all over and even outside of Texas, you know, Oklahoma. And, and these people have connections and ties to individuals all over. They would have to because if they didn't, it'd be easier to stop them. You know what I
1: mean? Yeah, they have to be, and they're obviously protected. There's obviously some, some, some bribing with officials and uh, people of power that they know, and uh, the guys at the top. You never know, it could actually stem nationwide, well, obviously because of this, they could just be a small part of it that stems, obviously, nationwide, goes up to California, maybe even up north to, uh, maybe even Canada, we don't know.
0: Connecticut. Connecticut.
1: Connecticut, I don't know. My geography is rubbish. I was about to say like Dakota. I don't know where North Dakota and South Dakota are. Is that close? I have no idea.
0: It's in the U.S.
1: It's in the. It's just. It's
0: safe to say throughout parts of the U.S. Right? Yeah.
1: So, 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 what's the goal with this one? What's the goal here? You know, you 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 mentioned this is like part of a story, but you also mentioned there's more to it. What's the goal with this? What's are you are you looking to that? Can I bring them down? Take them down? Sort of thing.
0: That's. That's what I would really like to happen. Can we stop these people? Yeah. Can we stop them from hurting people? I'd like to. I don't know if it'll happen. I wanted, the whole goal was to get the truth out there. Everybody hears Bob's name. They hear all these different stories. And I wanted the truth to be out there. I wanted the whole story. Because if you're going to hear about him, you got to hear about everyone involved. And that was the whole point of it. Now, if something happens where these other people are stopped, that'd be great. Yeah. I don't know, you know, what, what will be next?
1: I it's, say it's the corruption, isn't it? It's, it's a huge thing, not just in the US. There's a huge corruption scandal over here in the UK as well. Probably most countries have got a corrupt sort of like kind of society. And it's like people that have got too much power and too much money are just running the things and it's the only people that are the ones that are paying the price are just normal folks like me and you sort of thing.
0: Yeah, you're absolutely right. But you know what? This isn't new. This has been going on since the beginning of time. Yeah, I exactly. mean, money always wins. It, it just does, you know?
1: So, so you mentioned that you've got a, a a second book on the on the cards as well. What's this one about?
0: Well, nothing has been finalized. Okay. But it's it's exciting. It's based in California. And It's about bank robbers. (laughs) Same
1: sort of people. I like the way you go into the same theme. I like this.
0: Uh huh. Uh huh. And and there's some humor in there. So I so so my kind of true crime. I like the ones that have the humor in them. You know. I mean, I I don't know. I I could probably write about the gory and the murder and everything, but I don't. Um, I, I have, I have a sense of humor, and I like to laugh, and so I like those stories that have some of that in there, you know. Yeah, of course, that's kind of my. Maybe it's a new genre, or I don't know. I don't know.
1: <laughs> cream humor, you know
0: exactly.
1: It's like <laughs> slapstick cream or something like that. You know what I mean? It's like the it's like with the three Stooges try and rob a bank.
0: <laughs> you know, you <yeah>, know exactly, exactly. <laughs>
1: So well, but well, well, hopefully that gets the green light and all that sort of stuff, and we can uh, enjoy that one as well. That's fantastic. So, so paper this is an absolutely fantastic story. It's fascinating. I mean, I've got. I'm halfway. I'm not. I've not read the whole book yet. I know you're kind enough to kind of give us a copy. I'm not all the way through yet, but it's says uh, getting there. I'm getting there with it. But so where can uh, where can people pick up a copy of this?
0: Well, so uh, it, my book is not in any uh, brick and mortar stores yet. So it's all online. If you just type in the Notorious Texas Swindler, it's all over the place. You can buy it at any store, Amazon, of course. Yep. yep. Um, you can go to my website, and I would love it if people would go to my website and interact with me. I just started a blog, and I put on there conversations that Bob and I have had, just personal stuff, funny stuff. I'm sharing recipes how to write a true crime story i'm just sharing anything and everything that i can think of but if you go to my website it's pepper and and it's awesome my assistant set it up and you can find my book anywhere i
1: said it is there, i mean i mean i had a look at the website as well i had a well i say a look i spent some time on the website to get a little bit of kind of background knowledge as well and there's a great website i love it it's, it's so there's so much information there that's it's, it's like it's like, you know, when you get the DVD and then you get like the kind of, uh, like the, the, the DVD extras, that's what it is. It's your website. It's the DVD extras of the, the actual book, and it's brilliant.
0: Oh, awesome. Thank you. See, I don't know anything about setting that stuff up. That's all my personal assistant, Laura. She's <laughs> <laughs> the one for her. I wouldn't be there, but thank you. Yeah, it's it, I'm having a, a lot of fun with that website. And I don't know what else we'll put on there, but that's all. maybe we can put some recorded conversations with Bob and I on there. I don't know. Yeah, might be. I might hear me putting him in his place or him and I arguing. Maybe we should leave that off. <laughs> you just yeah,
1: you know, I'll put like a uh, explicit <laughs> lyrics sort of like stamp on it, you know, just in case. Are you over eighteen? Because you need to listen to this. If you are,
0: (laughs) that's right. (laughs) One of our—I probably shouldn't say this. I don't know, but I'm gonna—I'm gonna say it because I think it's kind of kind of humorous. One of our visits, the guards are amazing. Let me just say, when I go in, they're wonderful with me. Right. So they sometimes, you know, they'll they'll overhear our conversations. I mean, that's what they do because you want to make sure, you know. So. One time I got mad at Bob, and I told him, I probably shouldn't say this, but I told him, I said, why don't you just piss off? And he said, oh, well, that's real nice to say, and the guards were behind me just laughing. They they were (laughs) like, are y'all ready for visit to end? (laughs) Yes, we are. (laughs) Oh, see you next week. Yeah, yeah, thank you too. (laughs) Take care.
1: (laughs) It's like a cake with a file in it for something bring something useful for me next
0: time <laughs> and then i'll tell him to no i won't just <laughs> so i have a colorful family i mean
1: i it's, can you know, imagine i can yeah. imagine well pepper it has been an absolute pleasure to have you on thank you so much for coming on and guys all today uh pepper's book will be in the description uh, of the podcast obviously our website they go go check it out because this book is brilliant and it's a such a fascinating story and I tell you what, I'm looking forward to the next uh, next in the series that you've got, Pepper.
0: Thank you. I appreciate it. And thank you for having me. I had fun.
1: No problems. Take care, everyone.